0: You're listening to Horizon Radio.
1: I explain to everybody that you should be slightly overwhelmed when you first get started. <laughs> and the reason I tell people that is because when they get started and they get overwhelmed, I want them to remember that I said, you will be slightly overwhelmed when you get started. That is a comfortable, or it's an uncomfortable feeling, but it is a feeling that is normal in most jobs. Do you have what it takes? Working in the corrections environment for more than 17 years... Nancy James explains the traits and qualities that are needed to be a successful clinical recruiter. Nancy describes her meticulous process for screening and recruiting staff to work in a fast-paced correctional facility.
0: Welcome to Horizon Radio. I have with me today Nancy James, clinical recruiter. Nancy, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Nancy, I wanted to get this started out by asking you, how did you get to Horizon Health?
1: Absolutely. Well, I started um, and applied for Horizon Health. Um, I've been an LPN for 40 years, and I lived in the St. Louis area worked at a hospital as a medication nurse and needed a little bit of extra income so started and applied with uh health as a prn lpn at the st louis city jail um worked there for about a month uh prn and decided i absolutely loved it they had full time available and so i was able to just roll right into a full-time position at the st louis city jail where i worked uh, for five years on all different shifts in all different uh, job. Categories, if you will. I was an intake nurse for a period of time. I was the evening charge nurse before I left. So, I uh, did all of those different jobs, absolutely loved working in corrections, and received a phone call one day and someone asked if I would be interested in recruiting. Um, apparently, it was a joke amongst everybody that I sounded like a correctional health care brochure when I spoke <laughs> about correctional health care. So, that's, uh, I got an opportunity to, to interview and um, They accepted me in the recruiter position, and I've now been 12 years as a recruiter and 17 years in total with CoriZone Health. That's
0: amazing. And how was that transition, Nancy, from being an LPN working in the field to being a recruiter?
1: Yeah, it was it was a little bit of an adjustment for me. Um, I jokingly tell everybody I really couldn't hardly do an email when I first started, but I told them what I lacked in office knowledge I would make up uh, in the recruiting area uh, because being a healthcare individual, when you speak to other nurses, you always have that uh, medical background as a common denominator. So it's very easy for me to talk to, to people about uh, healthcare in general, and then give them the information that's needed uh, to work in a correctional environment.
0: Could you walk us through life of you and your job?
1: Oh, absolutely. So I get up in the morning, I turn my computer on, and my job is to find strong uh, medical candidates to fit our correctional institutions. So um, we do have a system where people apply to our positions. So we go in there, we look at those resumes, and then I reach out to the uh, nurses that look great um, in those resumes and speak to them about uh, what we have to offer at that particular institution. And uh, not only about the correctional environment, but We want to make sure that they're able to work the shifts that we need, Um, and they understand, again, what it's like to walk into a correctional institution and what we have to offer in correctional medicine.
0: And what are you looking for besides just obviously the qualifications of a nurse, LPN, or what have you? What are you looking for during those stages of recruitment?
1: Absolutely. I'm looking for nurses that um, have a strong nursing background or and have great assessment skills. I'm also looking for um, nurses that will see our population as patients. Um, We definitely do work within a correctional environment and we understand that they're there for a specific reason, but when they sit In our chairs or they come down to medical and they need to be seen we need to address that patient as just that a patient so i'm looking for someone that has some empathy as well as uh, great assessment skills and maybe um some thick skin uh you get to see and hear a lot of things in this environment so i want somebody that doesn't easily get ruffled feathers if you will Mm -hmm. sure
0: you mentioned empathy having thick skin is there one personality trait amongst uh, maybe a majority of the of the people that you have hired that are similar or the same.
1: Um, I would say people that are again wanting to provide good medical services mm-hmm. and that feel like they can be um, fair again in in, in uh, providing those services to the, our patients.
0: I know that is very important to make sure that everybody knows that our patients are people too. So I do appreciate you pointing that out. And uh, have you ever come across a situation where you're interviewing or maybe even just having a pre screening where somebody maybe doesn't understand the environment that they would potentially be working in?
1: Absolutely. Um, I was interviewing in uh, one of our contracts and met with someone and she sat down and then began to tell me how she didn't really appreciate uh, people that had to be in solitary confinement and Mm -hmm. that if she took a job with us, that she definitely would talk to our custody department about trying to uh, shortened the length of time that they were in. And probably her biggest concern was that she would be easily manipulated. And those mm-hmm. are two two very big areas that we don't overstep our bounds. We certainly work hand in hand with our uh, custody department. We certainly don't tell them how to uh, house individuals unless of course it comes down to a medical condition. And uh, manipulation is a big concern uh, when we're hiring somebody in this environment because uh, it all, all it takes is for for one person to be easy, easily manipulated like that, and it does become a security risk at that institution.
0: Yeah, I could understand how that would be a huge deal, uh, and definitely put not even that person, but everybody at risk. How would you, how would you tell somebody that they need to take their personal opinions away from the job? I mean, how would you talk someone through that?
1: Well, I would say it's best not to know why people are there. That's
0: um, a good point.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just not our business to know why they're there. Everybody that's there will tell you they're not guilty of what they've done. Mm-hmm. At least that's been my experience in the past. And it's not for us to be the judge nor the jury for any of those things. So I would say it's best for us not to know why they're there within the facilities. There are many times when we don't have an option but to know. Um, but again, we take care of all different types of individuals in all different types of uh, healthcare situations. And it's not our job to judge any of those individuals, it's our job to care for that patient and address that medical issue. So it's definitely something I talk to people about, especially if they have concerns. I mean, again, we we take care of individuals from very minor infractions up to very, very serious.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And how do you explain the, the correctional health care arena to those that you're recruiting?
1: Well, I usually compare it to working in an urgent care in a small town. Now, obviously, that depends on the correctional facility because all of them are, they have different missions missions and values. So we do have some institutions that have infirmaries. I compare our infirmaries to a step-down unit. They're not sick enough to be in the hospital, but not well enough to be in general population. So uh, overall, our population is ambulatory, they're self-care, and our medical department, Monday through Friday works very similar to a clinic, just like it would in any other place. Um, We schedule individuals to come down to see us. We have specialized clinics. We have doctors, nurse practitioners, nurses, dental, mental health. So we have all those services that that we provide. And now those clinics run very uh, regularly Monday through Friday and sometimes even on our weekends.
0: That's awesome. I like how you highlighted all of the different categories of folks that work there. And is there any piece of advice that you would give to somebody that's new to the corrections field that maybe doesn't understand exactly what they're going to get themselves into?
1: I explain to everybody that you should be slightly overwhelmed when you first get started. (laughs) And the reason I tell people that is because when they get started and they get overwhelmed, I want them to remember that I said, you will be slightly overwhelmed when you get started. That is a comfortable, or it's an uncomfortable feeling, but it is a feeling that is normal in most jobs, at most places. And I just want them to remember that I said, you will be slightly overwhelmed, but if you push forward, things that used to overwhelm you before will become a very routine uh, process for you once you get started with us.
0: What kind of feedback have you gotten from those folks that you have hired about that?
1: Absolutely. I I was fortunate enough to work in many contracts where I did get to see uh, individuals that i had hired and they would always come up to me and say, it was exactly like you explained it to me. Oh, good. Yes, I think it's important. Uh, you know, the fear of the unknown is a huge thing to people in general, and so if I can give them as much information as possible on the front end, they'll know, okay, this is what it's like to walk through a metal detector, this is what it's like to go do my first med pass, this is what a patient encounter is going to be like, and if I can give them as much information as possible on the front end of that, it it, in hopes to relieve some of those anxieties about what they see every day.
0: I think we've been talking a lot about what do you think makes a good candidate as far as your recruiting goes but thinking more about what you do as a clinical recruiter what do you think makes a good clinical recruiter
1: i think in our business in correctional uh, health care business i think it is important to give people a realistic expectation of what correctional health care has to offer it's very different than anything else you'll do It's very rewarding, and I think that a lot of people need to know exactly how rewarding it is. Um, I worked in labor and delivery for 12 years, and most people would think that that's a wonderfully rewarding position to Mm -hmm. deliver babies all day long, which it was. But I will tell you, for me personally, my five years at that St. Louis City Jail, I was more fulfilled than any other nursing position I've ever worked in my 40 years as a nurse.
0: What made you feel so fulfilled? Is there a certain incident that you could think back on or just a feeling that that came over you as you were working there that made you feel like, I'm doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing?
1: absolutely well these folks are super super beaten down and at a city jail they're coming fresh off the streets. so many times due to drugs and alcohol or whatever situation they have going on in their life uh, they haven't cared for themselves medically and so they're usually um, in a pretty bad state when they hit that jail and it was amazing to me to be able to give uh, them the medication that they needed the sleep and the food that they needed and being able to care for themselves their hygiene and within two weeks three weeks period of time that same individual that you couldn't even recognize that had come in off the street now you see him walking down the hall and he looks like he's going for a job interview they just it it just was amazing to see the transformation and you know as healthcare professionals we're not there to set the rules we're there again to provide medical services so you don't have to be unkind to people in this uh arena so i always thought um if you could make somebody smile if you could make somebody's day um that it was really uh important to them and i gained a lot of respect in the position that i worked and i felt very safe uh not only within the correctional institutions but also when i left because i live in the city um, people don't go to prison always so i would see people that i ran into or took care of all the time at the grocery store and wow um, most of the time, when they came over, they introduced me to their family, and they said, "This is the lady." When I was so sick, she made sure I had what I needed.
0: Oh, wow, that's amazing! And that's sure why that you made do you what feel you do.
1: great. Absolutely, yeah. yes.
0: Is there anybody in particular that helped you along your way in your career path from LPN to clinical recruiter? Kind of somebody that made you understand what it was all about?
1: You know, I I would probably say there's probably been a lot of people o- along the way, um, but Probably the biggest example was me. Uh, when I first got started, I would not say our onboarding was exactly what it should be. Mm-hmm. I knew what it was like uh, when I first got started and they said, here's the cart and here's the hallway. And I was a little bit um, cocky, if you will, because I'd been a nurse <laughs> for a lot of years. Yes. And um, I said, absolutely, I have this and went down that hall. And then somebody came down to find me about four hours later asking oh. if I the pods. And I said, I don't even know what a pod is. So my job is to uh, because of the experience I have, again, to best prepare people for what we do have to offer in this environment.
0: could you Could you explain to our listeners what passing in a pod means?
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, a pod is a dormitory where we ha- um, in the at the city jail, we housed probably between 60 and 70 guys. So when you'd stop at the doorway, our uh, population, our folks, our patients would line up, they'd bring their water and we'd have an officer right there with us. And that's where we'd stop to pass those medications. Thank you. Mm -hmm.
0: It's always good to hear a little bit more about what some of the the lingo means for people that are non-clinical. So I totally appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) Sure. And what do you think is the most common reason for people giving up or failing at in corrections?
1: I think uh, most people, and I would not just say just in corrections, but I would say nursing in general, if you don't give folks the, Tools that they need to be successful um, in that environment, they're generally not going to be successful. So if we don't explain or give them the processes and have the answers for them, um, when they run into an emergency, they're going to not feel comfortable. So we wanna try to educate them as much as possible on our onboarding experience, which I have to tell you, in the 17 years I've been with this company, we've done an amazing job with um, our onboarding process.
0: That's really good to hear, and I'm sure that you do take the time to explain to the your hires what it's going to take or what kind of training that they need or even answer any questions that they have, too.
1: Absolutely. I Again, um, just I've given plenty of examples of patients that I've taken care of over the years. Um, one of the comments or one of the statements that we use working in corrections is firm, fair, and consistent. What you do for one person, you should do for everybody across the board. Um, in that population, there are no secrets. So, if you do a favor for one person, you better believe that there's going to be three more folks in that line asking for the same favor. So, what you do for one, you be prepared to do for all because, again, they They do talk to each other. Mm -hmm. And again, we want to provide um, consistent care across the board.
0: Absolutely. That's a really good point, especially a nice piece of advice for somebody that's entering corrections that staying firm, fair and consistent will help make their jobs easier. Absolutely. So tell me, is there anything that you're working on currently that's new and exciting?
1: Absolutely. I've actually just been in conversation with uh, Dr. Atterberry, who is our mental health director for Missouri, as well as uh, Dr. Walt Waters, who is our mental health director for the company. And we've been in conversation about um, new ideas for our mental health recruitment. Uh, we need to be, you know, our mental health population is increasing not only within the correctional facilities, but throughout the country. And so we're hiring more and more mental health professionals. and We want to make sure that their benefits and their continuing education mm-hmm. and uh, conferences are all considered. And uh, so we're, we're working on um, adding different pieces to our mental health positions.
0: That's really exciting. And I'm sure that's something that you're really passionate about, making sure that that gets done too.
1: Absolutely. We have a large mental health population within the correctional walls and we wanna give them the best care possible while they're with us.
0: Well, I think we are so fortunate to have somebody like you that works for Corizon. So thank you for all your hard work.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. I love what I do every single day, so I get excited when I talk to folks about what we have to offer.
0: I'm sure it's always fun to tell people what you do when you're out at a social gathering, too.
1: It is, and I will tell you, working in corrections itself and just with corrections, different corrections departments, I haven't been clinical for a number of years now, but I still hear uh, fun stories all the time.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time, Nancy. I think that we have definitely a nice idea of of what a clinical recruiter looks like and just some of the personality traits that you look for in those that you're hiring and also your experience um, also as an LPN and clinical recruiter. So you have been all over, ran the whole gamut. So we do appreciate everything you've done.
1: Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure.
0: Have a nice day, Nancy.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.
0: Tune in next week for another episode of Horizon Radio.